0: A test is in order, five enhanced clones more capable than an army, yet they exhibit a concerning level of disobedience in
1: disregard for orders.
2: We would be honored if you would join us once more the sith will rule the galaxy
3: i know this is hard for you but winter is coming
2: i can bring you in
1: warm or i can bring you in cold you clearly don't know who you're talking to so let me clue you in i am the danger
4: AVENGERS!
5: Assemble. Eric.
4: I am a Jedi, like my father before me.
3: Who is scruffy looking? Mess. Might wanna Buckle up, baby. Carlos. Smash you.
1: King Tom. Hey guys, you ever see
5: that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back?
3: They
6: got your weakened feet covered. And you? You're
3: on The Sith
6: List.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 243 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Lachahi, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the man who is back from his vacation, Mr. Carlos. Buarguello. The man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les Gonzalez. How you doing? I'm doing good. You see that I don't call you Gonzalaz anymore. I don't want people to see you at Celebration next year. <laughs> say, hey, Gonzalas, you know, so I stopped. People might want to
2: brush up on their Spanish pronunciation coming to Southern <laughs> yeah. California. You guys yeah. might want to practice a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Because we might bit. want to take you to like a real greasy taco shop Ooh. and get you some good tacos. You got to be able to say carnitas. just and clogged just, arteries, yes. That too. That's right. Yeah. The man we call the king of all pods,
0: Mr. Tom Chansky. What's up, buddy? Some ways I'm better than last week. Other ways I'm worse than
4: last. <laughs> week. But I'm, I'm happy to be here.
0: <laughs> Shots are
4: fine.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, man. I
4: had, I think, you know, I left a little bit early because I was feeling the shot. I was right. dead when I left, but then for some reason I didn't sleep all night and I had like the fever and chills at the same time. And then the next night I was fine. Right. I, I got my second shot. We'll talk about it in a second. Boo, you got a shot, correct? I did get a shot.
5: Okay.
0: Yes. We'll talk about it in a second. It was Jack Daniels. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. The man that I call El Hombre and the Bandit, Mr. Eric Struthers. How you doing, buddy?
7: I'm great, man. I'm super awesome. And there's absolutely nothing ha- that has happened this whole <laughs> week that has set me back at all.
0: <laughs> We're going to get into that as well. So we have a lot to talk about this week. There's a lot of stuff that came out in the Star Wars world. Man, it'd be so awful if somebody just like suspended us during this week of all weeks there's a lot of stuff that happened yeah thank the maker that didn't happen but we do also have the falcon winter soldiers we got some comic books some boo bits is back hopefully not boo isn't but let's get (laughs) into some stuff eric i'm gonna start with you because you said nothing has happened how was your lazy
2: week
7: buddy it was so great it was so laid back okay here's the deal Anybody who listens to the show, you probably noticed that there was an episode of the bad motivators that popped up on the Sith list feed. Thank you again, really so much for that. Of course. And thank you to our friend Steele who also posted it on his feed. Uh, So here's what happened at the end of every episode. I closed the show by saying, well, Hey man, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. And then I end the show with the Taylor Swift song. Every podcast in the world rips off somebody's music and sticks it at the end of their show. Well, Thankfully, because of the distribution with Podbean, everybody's podcast is on Spotify and UMG, Universal Music Group, for people who don't know what that is, ended up dinging us for a handful of episodes, like nine. Take down podcast offline. And they said 14 days. And you might want to go and edit any other content that somebody could take a claim on. Well, That episode that we had released that week was episode number 214. I started that whole Taylor Swift bit on episode 99. So I spent the next 18 hours editing close to 120 podcast episodes because some of our episodes like number 112, for example, was from Celebration Chicago, and it was like there was multiples, 112.1.2.3, and so on. Anyway, (laughs) got them all swapped out, got them uploaded, petitioned Podbean to let us Out of podcast jail early. Boom. Sunday night, I get takedown notice number two because it was a holdover from the initial complaint. And they're like, this is your second fraction. I'm like, my podcast hasn't been online since I got the first one. So 14 days. So we've only got what? 11 more to go. (laughs) You can't keep a good motivator down. That's why we're the bad motivators. And they've kept us down effectively. (laughs) <laughs> but but I do want to. I do want to say this, man. Number one, I have I I have no right to be angry that this happened. Right. The only part at this point, because it's not mine. Th- that her music is not mine to use as I see fit. Right. It's not fair use. It's not any of that stuff. If you under- are into copyright law at all, what I'm frustrated about is Podbean's handling of it. Mm-hmm. Because their customer service, which is typically pretty good, they only read about the first line of any email you send them. So, if you can't sum up your problems in about eight words, they're they're not going to help you. But um, I honestly believe, just the way Taylor Swift is with her fans and stuff, if, if by some means I could reach out to her directly and say, hey, you know, blah, 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 she'd be like, oh, no, that's terrible. We need to, you know. Make mm-hmm. sure they let you do this. But I mean, UMG, man, that's just, that's how businesses are. That's, just how that's, that's how it is. So every other podcast out there,
0: look out. Hence, hence the Sith list and the 243 episodes that we put out. If that ever happens where they're like, you got to take all that out. I'm, I told you, Eric, scrap it all. No, we're going to be called the dick list and we're going to be on an, another platform very, very quickly. I'm not doing the Sith list anymore. They're making me do that. I, I don't know how you did it, Eric. So props to you and uh well done. Well done Her- for doing it.
7: Heroic amounts of editing. I can't. Once, <laughs> I, once I came
6: up. Yeah. Le- yeah. Old.
7: Legend status, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Once I came up with a workflow though, man, that's, that's the key to anything is workflow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, thanks man. And and seriously, I appreciate it. And I appreciate all the love from the community. Yeah. Uh, I love that over, today on know. Twitter.
0: Uh, everybody oh, stepped yeah. up and very cool. Yeah, of course, dude, we're, I said we're one big happy family. Well, I don't know about happy, but we're one big family here. This is the uh, Motivated Sith Podcast Network now. I just yeah, yeah, Until next week, at least. Hey, uh, Tom, how you doing?
4: I'm I'm good. Like I said, feeling better than last week, and that's good. We're uh, we're involved, getting more involved with our move. Planning oh. on renting a truck and trying to take over everything we can. I'm waiting to hear back from contractors, and it's it's starting to get serious. Yeah, I hear you. I just want, you know, the, ne- I want the next few weeks to be over. Right. It's getting real. It's getting real.
0: So you got your second shot or you got your second shot, correct? Or no, you, or I your went first
4: Johnson shot. and Johnson.
0: Oh, you went John. You went big Johnson. I forgot you, about that. Yeah, lucky you went mofo. big Johnson, got one shot mm-hmm. and then you got the chills, fever, and it was done within a day.
4: Yeah. I'd say by six o'clock. That, so the, I started feeling it 6 PM that night because I got the shot in the morning. And then by six, the next day it, I was better. Okay. I mean, I, I slept from seven in the morning till three in the afternoon the next day, but I felt better. Right,
0: right. My first shot, which I didn't get, the, I got the uh, Pfizer, as mm-hmm. Eric calls it. I got that. The first time, it put me out for a couple hours. The second time I got it, I was good for about 24 hours. And then my body started aching really badly. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was mm-hmm. going downhill. I took a nap, woke up. Still aching. Next day, still aching. And then finally, the third day, I was I was feeling a lot better. Uh, but I'm glad to have gotten it. I'm, I'm stoked. It was great. And yeah. the process was like literally 15 minutes for the whole process. And I was out of there. It was crazy. Now, Boo, you got the shot. That's Shot, a n- shot number one? That's a Naboo. You didn't get it? No, I did get it. How dare you? I did get it. Yes.
5: Which yeah. one? Big Johnson? No. Sadly, no. I did want the J&J because uh, I just get it done in one shot, but no, I got the the Moderna. Yeah, getting the shot, no no problem. Uh, didn't feel anything the first day. I just couldn't sleep. I couldn't take a nap or anything like that, so I kind of screwed up my sleep schedule. No chills mm. or anything real bad like that or body aches. The next day, the actual injection point felt like somebody just mm-hmm. just really accurately just punched me really hard right there, but not on like the, the surface. Hulk. The Hulk Yeah, the just not on the surface, but just like, just got all muscle uh-huh, just internal. right in there. And yeah. I was just like, oh, what happened? I was like, come right. on. So besides that, everything's fine. Everything feels good. You know, definitely recommend getting it if you can. <laughs> Did yeah. your
0: lymph nodes hurt? No. Dude, my lymph nodes were killing me. <laughs> me and Les went out to drink, uh, uh, have a few, a few uh, beers, and I was telling him and the, the crew that we were with, who they made fun of me for the rest of the night for it, but my lymph nodes yeah, like, uh, yeah, they hurt bad. And, and Claire Schriveling, God bless her, she told me that they... Don't be a bitch. No, <laughs> she didn't say that. She said that you can't get a mammogram if you're a female after, uh, at least three to four months afterwards because it, it increases your lymph nodes and your breast. So I had man boobs, I guess, for a couple of days and they swelled up and they went down. Tell him, Kramer.
4: He had breasts. <laughs> what do you mean breasts? Big breasts. Breasts. A lot, a lot of older men have that. No, not these. These were real hooters.
5: Joined the
0: club. <laughs> <laughs>
7: um, so, yeah. Now, did your so. lymph nodes hurt everywhere?
0: No, just, just right there. And just on my, it was weird. Just on the same side as my shot.
7: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's how your lymph system works. Like a lymphomania <laughs>
6: Okay. <laughs>
0: we have been saving pity. that one all week. Yeah. I swear,
7: I just came up with it. I'm so proud of myself. All pity, oh, just goes out the door. Was, yeah. I am so proud of myself. It,
0: it felt like I was uh, something set up. It was I'm not.
5: I'm glad you. Were I did paying. not set
0: that up. Um, <laughs> unless he's like, oh, you guys can go to hell because I actually got the COVID. and it felt like shit. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, less you can get. Yeah, actually, less you can. Oh, you won't be able to get it till another. Week.
2: Nah, not till the 15th.
0: Yeah. that's All right. Well, I'm glad everybody's healthy at least now. Um, And it looks like some states like California, it's trending way down, which is fantastic. We just moved into another color. Some states that weren't listening, trending, spiking up. So we're we're going straight to the Crayola box.
7: Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, man. So I had a gig this past weekend. And dude, around here, people are just sky's the limit. They they give zero. Zero concerns whatsoever about any of this right now. Right. So that's, yeah. that's unfortunate.
6: It people is. are
0: dying still, man, every day. Yeah. Thousands of people. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot to talk about. So let me do a shenanigans. Guys, check us out on the Sithless.net and on YouTube, where you can both not only watch us break down cool shows like The Mandalorian, Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, all kinds of cool stuff like that. Um, but you can also, well, I think that's all you can do on our, on our podcast, on our YouTube channel, but Hey, that's cool. Go on the sit where you can listen to our podcast and you can listen to the bad motivators. Now it's like a two for one deal. Um, and then you can go to T public and we have probably like four shirts available now because we got nine of them taken down. Um, <laughs> and then go to, your, go to the pot of forward page where you can listen to some great, amazing podcasts, like the pop culture hour, the bad motivators, Force toes, Canto bite, star Wars, spelled out the geek dudes, sisters with Sabers, and the Kessel. Run Transmissions, who had a great episode today. And Eric, you're going to want to watch this because Kevin Kiner was on with his two sons who are helping him compose the Bad Batch and helped him with Rebels and last part of the Clone Wars, actually. And it was very interesting. It was a great episode. Well done to the guys that were on interviewing. Check that out. That's
7: awesome, man. Kevin Kiner is a great composer. He's also like a rock guitar guy.
0: Yeah, he had his guitar in his background and uh, he seemed like a very, very nice guy, man. And uh, answered some really cool questions about his interactions with George Lucas and uh, with um, Filoni and how he got started. And and his two kids just uh, seemed very, very cool. Really cool musical family. So it was really well done. But for us, let's jump into the box office. Nobody was number one at $6.8 million. Yeah, people are like, what the hell is that? Raya and The Last Dragon, 3.8 million. I think Raya and The Last Dragon made more money this week than last week, but ended up in number two. Tom and Jerry, 2.5 million, and Chaos Walking, 1.2. So I believe, if I'm not mistaken, number two, number three made more money than last week, which is a good sign. People are slowly going back to movie theaters. Nobody is with our man from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, Bob Ordenkirk, who's a fantastic actor. He's in this thing. And it's like a shoot-em-up. It made $6.7 million. And go, but here's the thing Godzilla versus Kong came out overseas and made $122 million. Damn right. It did, it did really well.
2: And, and I have tickets for this Friday. Do you really? Real D, 3D in the theater.
0: Yep. You're going to the movie theater.
5: Yes. Wow. Good for you. Monday. Okay. Monday for me. You're yes. going to the theater. I am going to the theater ah, on a Monday it, at. Seems like
2: we're back to normal noon. You have to pick a certain time, and then that's like yes, that's Monday it. at
5: noon. Nobody's going to be there because I've kept on checking. That theater is fucking yeah. empty. It's i gonna probably be probably
0: like and I. Little
2: people going to be there. Yeah, I'll,
0: <laughs> I'll be watching it on my movie room on HBO Max because mm. I um, have HBO Max. Very good. Yes, so I'll do that. Uh, but you guys enjoy that. That's great. I'm right.
2: Well, See I got an mean? offer through. From AMC, and it was a really good deal.
0: That's interesting. You said that. Uh, We got an email from Robert from Ranch Cucamonga before we get into what we've seen this week. Here it says Hello, everyone on the Sith list. Hope everyone is having a great week. I did something this week that I haven't done in over a year go to the movie theater to see a movie. Something that can be done here in Southern California is you can rent your own whole movie theater to see a new movie or an old movie. If you want to see an old movie, it's $100 and you get to bring 20 people. It's loads of fun, and you don't have to worry about taking your seat, talking, or massive noises like Crunch Crunch. Ah. (laughs) A question I have for you guys is if you can go to the movie theater by yourself or with a group of people, what is the first movie that you would watch, new or old? I think we've answered this question multiple times. Uh, Mine would be Revenge of the Sith or Avengers Endgame for the cinematic experience. What are your thoughts? And stay safe. Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. I think we've answered this because I remember Eric saying back to the future. and I think King Tom saying back to the future because we excluded Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Doesn't that sound familiar.
6: Yeah. Yes. I
0: think I said Fern Gully. Boo. How about you? Jaws. Jaws. Would you take anybody with you? Ah. Um, of course, Brinny. Anybody else?
5: Yeah, sure. Of course I take. Yeah. I'd probably fill out the 20 people or try
0: to at least. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think I would like to see the shining in, in a big theater.
6: That'd be cool. Yeah.
2: That'd be really rad. Um, how about uh, Les? How about you? I, it just came to me, the first paranormal activity. Oh, oh get the fuck out and of here. Just by you're yourself? Going by your, yeah, you're going by yourself. No, Jeanette. with 20 people. <laughs> yeah, right. That was, that was actually one, one of the of best them theater experiences yeah, I've it, ever had. It, Everybody yeah. but Boo, because yeah, Boo's not going. You better yeah. keep lights on. <laughs> you better keep lights on in theater. That's all I fucking know. I'm telling you right now, that theater experience was one of the best I've ever had.
0: Yeah, that was uh, the original was paranormal was crazy.
2: crazy. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh-huh. I, I was not a happy camper F, after that movie. Up I didn't almost even like 100 people scared at the same time. That was a rough one. That's just coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. Yeah.
0: So thank you, Robert. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're going back to movie theaters. Stay safe, please. And I wish I could see a Star Wars one in there. That would be great. And that would be Empire again for me. That would be so cool if I could do that. Things we've watched. Now, I have one. Is anybody else watching anything? Yeah, I started something. So, so Don, I, think, I think it's the same thing as you. Yep. Would that be on Amazon Prime?
2: Yes, as soon as I got okay. the notification. I was, I've was i been tracking, so yeah. Invisible? Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Boo, have you seen this?
5: No, I've seen like clips and Ooh. memes and things like that, but not, uh, not full show. It's okay. right up
2: your alley, Boo. I've, oh, I thought so. Yeah.
0: And also, I think Eric would really like this, too, because Eric is a huge fan of the boys. Yes. And this is very much like that. Uh, but let me bring up the cast here, guys, because the cast, cast is just... Not only great, it's ridiculous. Like Mark Hamill, pretty much every single cast member from The Walking Dead, because this is a Robert Kirkman yes. comic book, and they've converted this to a series on Amazon Prime. But you, we have everybody who's everybody is pretty much in here if you look at this. So Seth Rogen is in it, I believe. Yep.
2: Yeah. He's there. J.K. Simmons. J.K.
0: Simmons is right
2: there. J- Jason Mansukis is in this. Yeah, you keep going. Let's uh, Steven, uh, Steven Yeun. Steven Yeun. And then from it? The Walking Dead, even, uh, what is it? Uh, I think that's Kari Payton who plays Ezekiel. Yep. Ezekiel is yeah. in there. And uh, so Walton Goggins, here. everybody who's yes. pretty much everyone's favorite character actor, Walton Goggins, oh, he's who's great. in Ant Man and the Wasp. So the cast is, is actually very, very strong.
0: It's really strong. And um, John Hamm is in here, and I don't see him on this picture, but John Hamm is uh, definitely in the first two or three episodes. So this is great if you don't know what it's about it's pretty much a, a coming of age of superheroes but it's extremely violent and it's adult you have foul language it's pretty much the boys
2: it's if you have a, a wide range of pop culture it's everything uh it's like Dragon Ball Z with how one of the, the it's like a race of people from a planet yeah in that regard it's uh true. there's uh there's the it's it's just it all the parodies are obvious yeah they purposely they just... have
0: a group like the avengers but it
2: parodies like les said it's like dead on you have a batman <laughs> and then, you have a wonder then, woman but it's a war woman and But a Flash, lot of people are Red saying Flash. that apparently this comic series which i have not read uh is one of the greatest comic series of all time yeah i have a friend uh,
0: yeah. I, I, you know i'm too and boo you know him, andrew who's read this comic said it's phenomenal
2: okay so I need to get on it as far as reading, but it, the Amazon was nice and gave us the first three episodes. And of course you plow right through. I did. Yeah. So
0: check it out. People that have Amazon prime, it's definitely worth watching. It's really cool. It's really fun. And the animation style is very Voltron to me. It's very eighties anime kind of that feel like Robotech uh-huh. Voltron. So it, it brings you back to back in the day. So, but anybody else watch anything else? I've been watching the crown Brittany and I, Wow. Ah. Brittany I, and I have been watching The Crown.
5: It's her second uh, watch cute. through. And oh, okay. then, so now it's my first. I've seen two episodes. Very good. I, I not. It is a slow burn. There's a slow burn. And there's not frustrating points, but they make a very good point of, of course, centering on the family. Mm-hmm. So things will happen around the family and in the world and in the United Kingdom and stuff like that. You're like, oh, that's interesting. And then they move on to the next episode. They just show how it, that's, that's a little bit frustrating for me. I'm like, oh, that's I want to learn more about that. Nope. Moving on to how, next. yeah, the, the the family's affected next. So that's a little frustrating. But everyone in it, every season, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, no, I know Everybody, it. just from head to toe, is just incredible. The set pieces, just how it's done, just top tier show.
0: What I couldn't believe was the production value. Yes, that's it, what I mean. It, it is After just, watching two or three episodes, I, I, I said, man, this must cost a zillion dollars to me. Yes. That's yes. how it feels when you're watching it.
5: Yeah, because it's a fly on the wall, extraordinarily in-depth, great acting documentary where you feel like you're seeing things that nobody else has seen, nobody else knows about, things like that. <laughs> how it interacts, how how the family would interact with each other. Just incredible. Almost done with the fourth season and you know, waiting for I think there's to be five or six seasons, but you know, fifth and fifth and sixth one are still yeah, Got to get back on that
7: in the uh, in the wings. So I very gotta, good yeah. show, highly recommend it. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, I finished watching Murder Among the Mormons. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things. It, it is. It's really good. I don't want to ruin it for you if you're planning on watching it. Yeah, I do. But the like the pacing of the three episodes is weird a little bit to me, but. Yeah, it's very intriguing, man. And you know, that style of documentary where you really get to dig into some legit craziness. It's about some bombings that took place in the uh, you know, revolving around the Mormon community in Salt Lake and pretty wild. Pretty yeah, wild. I've heard.
0: I've heard. I saw the blockbuster one, by the way. I finished that. Oh, how was, was that? A, it was okay. It wasn't anything that was like compelling. It's literally about the last Blockbuster and how Blockbuster got started. I, I'm biased towards Blockbuster. Uh, I don't have good feelings towards them. Uh, so I, I was just pissed watching the whole thing uh, the entire time. You got that late fee in the mail? Again. No, dude. Like I've told you guys, I worked at a music store. It was my first job for six years at Music Plus. It was kind of like a Tower Records warehouse kind of place, if you guys remember. Licorice Pizza, <laughs> if your old, old school people, if you remember that. We had a good run for six years. It was the kind of place that you can wear whatever you want. You could have a beard. You can have long hair. You can have an earring, nose ring. And then Blockbuster bought us out. Steal tickets. <laughs> steal tickets. I didn't steal uh, any tickets. I paid for all the tickets. I just didn't give people seats that they were supposed to get. Stole seats. I didn't. Ugh. I stole placements of seats, yes. But Blockbuster bought us out. And then within a month, we had to wear khakis and blue collared shirts. You couldn't have a beard. You had to have a haircut. They had a listening bar, where, which was super cool. I, I love that idea. We had, you had a really cool area that was a listening bar. We had an area where you can bring a CD, and we'd open it up, and you can listen to it. And if you didn't like it, you didn't need to buy it. But Blockbuster made us put it back in this, this case, seal it up, and sell it as if they were brand new CDs, even though some of them were, were played six or seven times. Uh, so we were selling used CDs for $15.99. So the whole the racket was a sham. Um, and, uh, they, yeah, they ruined the, uh, the, the company and the, we the were...
5: balls on you to say the racket was a sham. I,
0: I just messed with ticket the, the balls on Ticketmaster you. i a monopoly at the time. Anyway,
7: you're judging others <laughs> for their, <Ask> racket. <laughs> so, so <laughs> this I'll tell you boo what this, well, here's what's going on right now. If you ever look up the phrase, whatever helps you sleep at night, that's what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs>
0: Hey man, you guys would have all done it if you had access to a Ticketmaster at the time. Ticket that was like gold back then. You were the
5: Ticketmaster.
0: I was, so I, I would oh, yeah. have done it. Oh, I would have. Hell yeah, I would have up, dude,
7: because oh, they didn't yeah. pay
0: well. I can tell you much. So, oh
7: yeah, uh, so oh well, that makes it okay to go ahead and steal from them. I Let's didn't go.
0: steal those tickets. Were those tickets were paid for? Okay, I didn't steal
7: by others. By me, You just, re- <laughs> you just self-reserved
2: them. That's all. That's
0: right. That's it. But listen, boo, self-reserved you're
2: and you wanted your tickets to boo. How many pieces of pizza have sink- you self annexed before you gave the box to other people? Right, I have <laughs> never. How many
5: phones have you? I into? have never. But if your package opens up within my presence, okay. I'm going to know what you shipped. And I've how many French fries have you ship. built? Huh? <laughs> see, <laughs> you hear that? You hear that?
0: Yeah. So package your shit correctly, folks, because we will see and we will look. And and yeah. most of the time, guys, mm. I was doing, I was, I, I was like Robin Hood, really. Because oh, let me wow. tell you why. That's because
7: exactly the comparison I was
0: going to let, yeah, exactly. let me Here explain myself. Mm-hmm. The majority of the people that would wake up in the morning and try to get tickets for like the Eagles Hell Freezes Over Tour or I don't know, the Rolling Stones there would scalpers, be... Not scalpers because we knew the scalpers. The scalpers would pay kids that wouldn't give a shit about any of those bands to go wait in line and get wristbands. So the but out of 50 people, there was 20 of them that were fake. So I would know who the fake ones were and if they wanted great seats and they were in the first two or three people they, they wouldn't get them. They get middle middle of the section seats and I'd say I don't know what happened guys.
7: It's a fair system. A fair system. Well 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 okay. I like so, that. So I like that. Scalpers. You're a hero man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> Thank you, I, I, I'm imagining Lee Greenwood singing and uh, you know the flag going up and that's right slow motion and if you're if you're old enough to remember when tv stations actually went off the air at night yeah, and you'd, you'd see the the american flag and the mm-hmm. f15s flying that's what i'm picturing wasn't it the right. Jima flag too mm-hmm. yeah sometimes <laughs> i'd yeah, de- yeah depend on what station yeah
0: sometimes it was me with a bunch of tickets in my fucking <laughs> 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 Alright, Kylo. Give us you know what? This week is phenomenal. We got a bunch of Star Wars news. I can't wait, Eric. And Kylo, my bad. I'm mean, sorry, Kylo. Give us some Star Wars news.
1: How dare you? It's time for Eric's
7: Star
6: Wars Report.
7: Well, sir, let me just say this. Okay. We all know the Bad Batch. We've talked about it. We know it's coming. And, you know, we saw him in this final season of Clone Wars, and we got a trailer today. Mm, mm, And mm. my excitement level, or I guess yesterday, my excitement level for this show was at, I would say, like a six beforehand. I'm like, that'll be neat. It's Star Wars. It's animation. It's new, and it's going to be great. The trailer hit, and holy crap. Holy crap, does it look good? There's a couple things. I'm like, what's up with this kid and all this stuff? But man, my excitement level is now at a 9.5. I didn't realize that they were going to be fighting the Empire actively, mm-hmm. like immediately, which is pretty cool. The kid definitely sounds like a New Zealander. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm assuming I I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but it's. As I'm assuming they're a clone. People have speculated that, that that is going to be Palpatine's, uh, failed clone, if you will, the one that fathered Ray. Oh my gosh! I don't hate that. I don't hate that idea either. But that's uh, interesting. What is yeah. it? One
0: that fathered Ray?
7: Brid-
5: Brittany was telling me that that might be the last clone trooper ever. In like in like the, the, the last titles. one made.
6: In
4: the subtitles, yeah. so the character's name is Omega.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. The last yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which is pretty, pretty rad. This The animation style, for people who haven't watched it, is basically like the Clone Wars, but not as many unnatural hard edges in the faces and whatnot. It's a lot more fluid looking. I really like it. Now, one thing, the shot where the shuttle is coming into the bay and you've got all the troops lined up, man, Star Wars loves that. Oh, uh, that <laughs> shot's been done a million times. Yeah. yeah. Still looks cool. Tarkin looks great, man. Yeah. I like that guy. I love that he's just this hard ass son guy. of a bitch. Yeah. 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 I, I, like,
0: I thought the animation looked like the last season of The Clone Wars, which I loved the animation from that
7: as well. It looks even more rounded off to me. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I gotta like check that out. With the exception of of Tarkin, I- even in the final season of Clone Wars, Ahsoka had that real weird edge to her like cheek. Boxy, bone. boxy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but it looks great. And one thing I saw is, you know, Dee Bradley Baker is voicing a thousand of the characters of in this. But Rhea Perlman. Listed oh. in the voice cast of this. Oh uh, wow. You know, yeah.
4: I think she's yeah. gonna be playing Aura Sing. Really?
0: Aura Sing?
4: Oh, you're that's talking a, shit. It's yeah. a joke because oh. um Beckett kills her. Yeah. He
7: didn't oh. kill her.
6: He pushed her. That's, it, the oh, that's right. That's right. They <laughs> talked
7: about they talked about that in solo, right? But mm-hmm. uh for people who don't re- recognize that name immediately, that's Danny DeVito's wife. She yeah. was Carla on Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, man, you want to talk about a sitcom that we loved when I was young, but now it's just intolerable to watch. That yep. is yep. one of them for yep. sure. But, uh, But, yeah, it looks exciting. And, like I said, my excitement level is pretty high on this. Now, mm-hmm. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was in print somewhere that the uh i guess it's not the pilot it's just the first episode of the of the season is supposed to run 70 minutes long yes
0: yes oh wow so
7: yeah Seven, first, first episode 70 minutes
0: long and then we're gonna get a week off or two weeks off i think or something like that may 4th is the first one it's a tuesday and then from i think two weeks later starting fridays the rest of the-
5: I I heard uh, different. I heard that it is on. The, it's going to premiere on May the fourth, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have another episode on the seventh to have that Friday schedule. I
0: saw this. I, I saw it really today. Okay. Uh, okay, which I could have read it wrong, but I don't think I did because yeah. I, I specifically yeah. go, I felt. I thought to myself, "Oh, they're going to wait an extra week." Yeah, because I because
5: I, I saw that a few days ago, so I, it, right. it might have changed already. But yeah, that first episode is going to be seventy minutes. Going to it's going to have thirty minutes of uh, credits.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: So you know it's only gonna be a forty minute episode. Uh, like no, those are only Marvel ones. I think. know, right? Yeah, everybody's got to get credit. Boo! Unions, boo! Unions. I know, boo. I, boo.
6: know boo. I
0: know, I know, I know. It just bugs me every time. I'm like, damn it, no!
6: One more. I'm well, stoked about
0: it. I think it's gonna be great. We're gonna do reaction videos and breakdowns. Um, if we're still alive and still awake, <laughs> uh, by then, but <laughs> it's still, it's I still, yeah. <laughs> I, I think one comes before the other, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. So I, I'm very, very excited because I, I loved the last season of Clone Wars. Uh, it was fantastic. And I'm just hoping, yeah. praying that Rafa is in here somehow. And when they go to Coruscant,
7: I'm just you know saying. Oh, gosh. Me too. <laughs> yeah. That's the last thing we need. That's going to be too hard on your marriage. I don't, I don't think <laughs> that, that's good for anybody. Live action Rafa. Come on, people. Let's fan cast. That'll be more invasive into your relationship. Mm -hmm. than i am and i think that's probably the danger zone (laughs) for you but uh uh, so here's something sebastian stan we've all talked about that the fan casting of sebastian stan as Mm -hmm. luke skywalker and honestly whenever he popped up on the mandalorian i think a lot of us were expecting it to be sebastian stan when that, i thought it was him for a second i did too and uh he talks about playing luke skywalker And he says that, and it was weird because he referred to Mark Hamill as his Twitter handle. Um, If he calls me up and basically gives me his blessing, then I would happily do it. And Mark Hamill got involved in this and said, I don't have anything to do with casting (laughs) decisions. And I don't know why you would think I would. So, wow. How's that for an endorsement? Right. Right. But he's gone on record as saying he, he would love for Sebastian Stan to yeah. play him. I've
0: seen, it. I've seen twi- tweets from him saying that he'd be great. And he, he calls himself his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And,
7: and I do think it would be cool. I think I Sebastian Stan is rad. I really I like love that guy. his dude. style. And he's definitely got the look in the face for it. And I'm pretty sure he actually has the force in real life. So <laughs> 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 it's a win-win. And he has for- a mechanical
0: hand. I don't know if you've seen that on the, on the uh, show.
7: Yeah, yeah, that's real. And all they would have to do is mirror image him in all of the footage so that it would be the right hand instead. Yeah, of it's the really right. meta. Yeah, it works. Why does everything have to be so up its own butt? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so, who knows if that's ever going to happen? Basically, is where we're at. Yeah. It'd be neat if it did. Who knows if it will? I'm on yes, board. That's that's news, baby. That's some news. <laughs> that's, uh, that's news. So, it, it, speaking again of Falcon and Winter Soldier, how about that Erin Kellyman? Yeah. Man. Dude, she is so badass. She was a, a so great, great in this, this most recent episode. Of course, by the time you hear this, it'll be the last episode before the last one you saw. Yeah, Her, her delivery and just her exquisite badassery, top shelf for me. But she talks about playing Amphis Nest again. And said she'd be happy to do it. Mm-hmm. Happy to do it. Uh, which, let's be real. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. It, it, Falcon and Winter Soldier, hot yeah. damn, love it. It's great. <laughs> Come on, Emphas Nest. How about an Emphas Nest series?
0: She said she would 100% do it.
7: Yeah. And why wouldn't you? And th- Who was it that she was being interviewed by?
0: Um, Let me see
7: here. Uh, uh, Screen Rant Screen Rant Okay. Screen Rant you know she talks about how um, she they asked her if she was worried about being typecast and she said no I mean these are the two biggest franchises there are right now (laughs) so you sort of just take it and smile but why wouldn't you it's great but she's a delight and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on this show this may be a first time I've anybody's ever heard me mention this I don't think you've said this before but she told me Face to face that she loved my hair. Loved it. I know I've not talked about this before. I, that is and amazing. I definitely haven't dragged this in, in, in through the ground or anything. But yeah. Did she I tell told you guys me. that I
0: like Beyonce? I don't what? Think really? I don't think I've said that on this.
7: But she hasn't actually talked to you. It, yeah.
0: It can't possibly happen.
7: I'll yeah, Your love is one direction. I'm mm-hmm. you know, crazy we,
0: in love with her if
7: you get it. But um, uh, but. Aaron Kellyman' because and she I, has a
0: bootylicious butt, I'm just saying
7: Aaron <laughs> Kellyman and I have a mutual respect for each other's hair, man, game recognized game <laughs> oh. but uh, well, it's funny because qu- quite honestly, the first thing I was going to tell her is that I loved her hair, and she told me that before I could even say anything, so there you go, <laughs> uh. but anyhow, that's neat that's that is really cool and she's open. great and i would love to see her oh for sure man for sure uh okay we got the official official kenobi casting news Woo. yeah and Damn. dude it's pretty wild it's funny because it turns out in a big twist we mentioned this on the motivators that uh ewan mcgregor is actually going to play Anakin Skywalker,
6: <laughs>
0: and Hayden Christensen
7: <laughs> is going to play Obi wan That's just how good the actors they are. And they're just doing that to piss off people on on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, that specifically, I think that was written in their contract. Right. But but no, man, it's I, I was glad to see the list, and we were trying to speculate. Okay, some of the ones we obviously know, Joel Edgerton is uh, he'll have to be Uncle Owen, and yes. I can't remember the actress's name who played Aunt Beru in. Uh, the Clone Wars, or I'm sorry, Attack of the Clones, and the, I almost said the Sith list, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> she, she's in there, too, so I'm sure she'll be Amber Bonnie, Bonnie PC, or, I think that's A her. Peace, I think it is. Peace, but, yeah, Bonnie um, Peace. And then, but there's several other actors, and we just have no clue who they're going to mm-hmm. be. And of course, you, you know, you want to you want to shoot some guesses and I'm trying to remember the actress's name. I should have had this image right in front of me and I don't so shame on me. So you're uh, not look are you not literally looking at what I'm putting up on the screen? Dude, I'm trying to, I'm busy looking at other stuff. I can't <laughs> enlarge it and I can't read that. Do you have any idea how old I am? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that it I'm Indira to reach Varma,
2: glasses dude, just to-
7: Indira Varma. Um, uh-huh.
0: I think she's going to be an Inquisitor, man. I think she has the look, and I think she's a badass like that. I think that would be so cool if she's an Inquisitor.
7: But oh, oh, it's it's Moses Ingram on, I believe, Instagram. Had you know when this came out, she said that she her character plays with lightsabers. Yeah, I think is how she worded it. And of course, then people are like, <gasps> "Young Ahsoka, young Ahsoka," and I'm like, you know. I think Rosario Dawson could pull off young Ahsoka. (laughs) Call me crazy. But regardless, it'd be cool to think about. But you you can't always just assume that everybody in a thing is going to be something from another thing. So I'd say the sky's a limit. It's wide open right now. Absolutely right. But you know what would be cool, kind of, if, if Rosario
0: doesn't want to continue being Ahsoka for whatever reason? Uh, she could, if she is a young Ahsoka, they can have her um, continue for a long time. And she's great. If you've seen Queen's Gambit, she is phenomenal in it. Uh, she's absolutely fantastic. I can't wait. This cast is amazing. I mean, everybody on here, O'Shea Jackson's on here. Uh, Sung Kang from uh, and Furious is on here. Camille Nanciani's on here, who's is evidently going to be in all kinds of franchises. They got an A list cast here. And I wait. Is and it now, only
2: six
7: episodes? Six yes. episodes, but hopefully pretty long episodes, I would imagine. What did they call it, King Tom? A limited series of well, events. Event.
4: Event. event.
7: event. It's an event. Yeah. That's a clunky name. And then they're going to release the Star Wars, colon, gallery, <laughs> double colon, semicolon. Uh the, the, there's, the, 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 the there's, Of course, you know, like I was saying, you can't you can only speculate that these uh, if any of these actors are going to play a character we already know and of course as soon as Kumail's on there they say is he going to be a uh, kidster. Gosh, that's so <laughs> awful, dude. dude. Well, that is so awful. That's what people were saying on the internet, Haraj. I can't control uh, people.
4: Uh, <laughs> that one did make me laugh. I would um, I would like to think that unlike the dude who played the original kidster, Kumail knows how to high five people.
7: <laughs> right, you remember that? That's right. That was awful, dude. It's so funny because he was trying to high five Greedo, right? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how hard it was to see in that mask? I, I just, yeah, that probably wasn't the easiest thing in the world. No. But anyway, who attempted
0: first? Though was it him?
7: I think it was like a, a basically a unanimous or like a two part. Both people were just as invested. Okay, good uh-huh. together. But it was down just down that rabbit awkward. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, that's all I got, man. But that's a
0: lot, and that's that's cool. a lot. That's a yeah. lot, especially for now. Does uh, this is obviously pumps you guys up even a little bit more for Obi wan right? I mean, this is mm-hmm. it's happening, and they got a studly cast, and I am so excited about this, and and I think now probably more excited about this than anything else that's coming out Star Wars wise. Yeah, for sure. I'm
7: pretty. Pumped. It's cool to see the, like the official announcement and yeah. the official hey, production's getting ready to start and now suddenly it seems more real than ever and it's such a diverse cast which is just phenomenal all right well thank you for uh,
0: going through the Star Wars eric appreciate that no problem man okay let's uh
5: move on boo just some real quick things i've been proven wrong multiple times on the show for multiple yep. things but this uh this movie release date stuff from marvel Warner Brothers, everybody started pissing me off because they're just shifting shit back and forth. Mortal Kombat, now is April 23rd. Finish him! Yeah. Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, September 24th, 2021. Well, at
0: least they gave it a title. They yeah. officially just gave it a title. Exactly, exactly. So yeah,
5: so they might shift it, they might change it, they might put it on Premiere Access. Who the fuck knows? I don't. know. <laughs> so yeah. A um, couple other cool things. Um, the Boondocks, it was a show on mm-hmm. uh, Adult Swim. Very good show. show. Awesome. It's getting a reboot oh. on HBO Max in twenty twenty two. Right on. Yeah. So no, no exact details because I think the fourth and it,
2: fifth it, season. It was announced a couple years ago, but John Witherspoon died. Yes, Granddad exactly. died. So
6: yeah. I oh yeah. That's
2: right. I think they. Yeah. I think they're narrowing down the person that they're going to have mm-hmm. uh, replace, or at least take up the role of Granddad. Yeah. Cause, so because
5: there's no other details besides that, the fact that it's coming out and what they had a couple of years ago, exactly. So cool. yeah. Um, another couple of quick ones. Russell crowe's joined the cast of
0: Thor, Love and Thunder. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of rumors about that. Yeah. Tom,
4: you've been hearing those rumors? Uh I've I've heard things. I don't yep. know what to believe. Other yeah, than the fact right. that Russell Crowe is going to be in Thor Love and Thunder.
0: Yeah. Exactly. You know um, one thing though he's going to do.
4: Entertain. Be- That's right. There you go. <laughs>
5: There. It is. I didn't say it. Boo said it. I have to kill it. Yeah, there you go. But just one Godzilla versus Kong thing. The uh, Director uh, Adam Wingard is developing a Thundercats movie for Warner Brothers. You know, uh, Les has been waiting
0: for this all his life, by the way. <laughs> I like the Thundercats. Thundercats hey, are pretty cool. Hey, I feel really shitty for saying this, but I never got into the Thundercats. Not that I didn't like them. I just never really watched them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, that's, like a, that's a minus in my life. Like yeah. There's a negative. Because everybody that watches Thundercats loves it, so maybe that's something I need to get into. Thundercats,
5: you should, you should. Um, okay, and then I'm just saying. just a couple more. Uh, Witcher season two has wrapped filming, so that's that that, that was nice. I wasn't sure that's how quickly right. these shows were going to start. That's to... what I need to
0: finish. Witcher. Yeah, you do.
5: I wasn't quick. I wasn't sure how quickly these shows would come back to full speed as far as production and coming out and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's a very good sign. Um, <laughs> just one Godzilla versus Kong oh, thing the director Adam Wingard says future monsterverse films should have even fewer humans that's, that's what you like exactly so oh, that's wow. why the only reason I brought it up is because it sounds great hey
0: I like that yeah uh, and he I says people no
5: are ready for it yeah people are ready for
0: by it. by the way going back to love and thunder real quick I heard they're using the volume
5: I think everybody's gonna start using yeah. that shit it's just so much cheaper easier you can do more mm-hmm. with it it's incredible yeah very cool yeah um Netflix is looking to pay four hundred million dollars to make uh, two Knives Out sequels. What? Yeah, so four
0: fifty. Uh, when you're at
5: the oh, yeah, you, you, how many? What's hundred million left? Hundreds of millions That's of dollars. True. Yeah,
0: <laughs> two four hundred fifty million to make two Knives Out sequels.
5: Yes. So Ryan Johnson will direct, and Daniel Craig will reprise his role as uh, as uh, basically Blanc. Blanc. as as, as uh, Detective Blanc. He was great. Um, but, so, they're filming the actual sequel right now in, I think, Greece. Okay. So, it, it, it follows Daniel Craig's character, and he goes and solves another case and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, $400 million, four fifty, million, it could be more. I don't fucking know. But this deal, <laughs> they're looking to pay. Nobody's, nobody's actually We got the facts anything. here on the, on the Sith list. <laughs> <laughs> With all these fucking, the, the, the movie releases, I, I've been wrong. That's why they so. call us
0: the variety of podcasting. Yeah.
5: David Ayer. Mm-hmm. Hopes mm-hmm. his cut a suicide squad will mm-hmm. be released. Right. After the success of the Snyder cut. I know. I yeah. know. I it's, hope the Angels win the World Series too but yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I know. Lord this is Miller's his quote. solo. That's next. next. It's not happening. I know. He, he uh, this is his quote. I made a really heartfelt drama <laughs> and, and they tried to turn it into Deadpool. It, did, <laughs> it didn't represent what I actually made. I made an amazing movie. It just scared the shit out of the executives. You still had well, hunters but to do doing the
0: shimmy shams. Yeah. That's all I know. You I
5: still chose to do that. I don't know. I'm like, okay dude, sure. Whatever. No. And then, so my actual final boo bit. Interesting and also very tone deaf. So we've all seen Soul on Disney+, Plus, the Pixar movie where actual souls are waiting to yeah. go into kids and things like right. that, or people waiting to go on to the afterlife. Right. So that was put on Disney+, Plus with no premiere access or anything like that. Luca is the next Pixar film, and it's going to be the same thing. Pixar employees find this demoralizing. This is a quote from a Pixar employee, an anonymous Pixar employee. Forget theaters. We're not even good enough for an upcharge. Oh. Damn. Hmm. I do agree that that might you do an art and you expect for the credit to be given mm-hmm. and maybe not monetary, but just whatever you see, you know, you hit a home run, you expect people to cheer, you know, really expect the paycheck, but you expect the cheer for these, uh, movie, uh, production teams and stuff like that. How much money it makes is, is what says how good it is. Um, mm.
0: Well, most, not, most of the time, not just the money. It, I think it's uh, like some of these people It's their life's work mm-hmm. that they invest yes. so much time into yeah. a production. So they want people to see it. And if it's on specifically on Disney plus tons of people it. aren't going to see it. Mm-hmm. And thus, yes, they don't go ahead. Eric. Just go ahead well,
7: ahead. I would, I would say this. Okay. It, try to look at it from this perspective. They believe in it so much that they're willing to take a chance to put it on there for nothing because they expect it to drive up subscriber numbers to the point that it was worth what they spent on it. Interesting. That is a big deal. And that is a legacy, right? Hmm. If that's that's whether or not that's the actual reason behind it or not, but that's the way I would try to paint it. If I was trying to sell this to the people that made it is this is going to be such a big deal. That it's going to drive up our subscriber count, which ultimately is worth more than charging a premier access price for it right this minute.
0: Yeah, but then you you get you get lost in the thousands of other things they have on there that nobody gives a shit about uh, without paying for. You know, I mean, there's tons of stuff on Disney Plus that people really don't give a shit about.
7: You still get that, whether if it's Premier Access, because the argument becomes, I got a million things on here I can watch right now. I'm not spending that money yeah. on that. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about Premier Access.
0: I'm talking about them being upset about it not being even in the theater. Yeah, see, th- that's now that. Th- I, I mean, I get. Yeah.
6: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It, it just seemed a bit, I don't. Know, especially
5: for, for right now and how things are going on and stuff like that. It just seemed a, a bit cold and out of touch and kind of things like that. And like just for like, them to say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and but but that, exactly. Uh, but I hundred percent get what they're saying. It's just like one of those, just like damn. And what is it? The uh, whoever's running Disney Plus and stuff like that, they should have said that that we understand that these movies should be in theaters. This is where they belong. But putting it on Disney Plus free access or just right there, no no premiere access is going to boost our numbers. They should have sold it to them like that, but obviously they haven't. They, yeah. just, they, they just they just expected him to be like, yeah, you made a great film. We're just gonna put it on there, just just like it was a a, a regular movie. The movie's called it, Luca.
7: Yeah, yeah. It's I supposed guess. to be a big one too. Is it, yeah. it about Luca Brazzi? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it lives up on the second floor. Oh. oh.
5: He does swim with fish. Show well done. He does swim with fish. He does swim with fish. Yeah, he does. He's he's like a he's like a like a mermaid water creature there kid. Is. Him and his friends loosely about the Godfather.
7: Yeah, um, <laughs> hey, you know. It's, I don't. I, I'm sorry to derail, Boobits, but um, no, no. I was thinking no, you're about not. this. No, you're not. I was thinking <laughs> no, 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 about sorry, this. It. The whole idea of Premier Access. I remember when it first came up, and people were like, you know, this is a real touchy subject because it's mm-hmm. on a thing that you subscribe to, and all this. And then it occurred to me, here's the deal. And here's the way to look at it. If if it was on a separate app called Disney Premier Access, people wouldn't bat an eye at the fact that it costs X number of dollars for a long-term rental of this thing. True. Right? They wouldn't at all. It's because Disney, the Disney Plus infrastructure is the delivery method. But because that delivery method is inside a subscription based thing, right. that's where people start, whoa, what? Cause yep. I'm renting it and it's going to be here. If it was a separate app, people would be like, oh man, that's a bargain to be able to not have to go to the theater and blah, 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 yeah, blah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so realistically, man, I, you know, cause I was one of the ones who were like, I don't know if that I feel real good about this, but like having some time to like for personal introspection, I guess, that is a damn fine deal. <laughs> you know what i mean to, no, be able it to, is. to be able to watch this thing ahead of time in in the same app without having to have a second one
5: right absolutely no i i, I completely under uh, uh agree because what is it i'm going to see godzilla versus kong in imax and all that almost spent 50 bucks for two fucking tickets Did, is that right yeah Holy but that's hell. my choice. That's my personal choice because I want to get the. You would have spent a hundred bucks for them. Uh, <laughs> Look, you're even thinking about it. Uh, maybe it's maybe. still going to end up a hundred because you're getting snacks. Exact No, no. My oh. roommate's buying the goddamn snacks. Well. So yeah. So yeah. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, I, I completely. It is a bargain. It's going to be really fucking hard not to watch on HBO Max because I already pay for HBO Max. Okay. I have it just sitting there, you know, uh, in my undies. I could just watch this movie, but no, I'm going to wait and. Pay an exorbitant amount of cash to sit in a seat and watch a screen.
7: Yeah,
0: that's a good sign for the movie industry that you will do that for yeah. theaters. It's going to be sparse. It'll be far and in between. But yeah, right, right, I right. will do it. All right, buddies. That those are the leftover. But no, no more left. Well, you know, we'll keep the leftover bits for later. I guess.
5: Yeah, I, I, I won't. Uh, I, I I won't empty out the sack. Just oh, yeah, yet.
0: Keep, keep him in there. Yeah. Uh, did you guys hear that? Black Adam got a villain. Pierce Bronson is going to be Dr. Fate. The name is Dr. Who? Fate. Pierce Who? Bronson. Bronson? Broson Bronson. Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan,
5: Brosnan yeah. Pierce Bronson. It, I
7: was hoping you were gonna let that go longer. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Pierce Bronson. He just kept on saying it over and over.
5: We really no. couldn't, yeah. It's <laughs> Bronson, 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 <laughs>
7: Bronson. All right, guys, we're gonna
0: play the whims voicemail. We didn't get to play it last week, and I didn't want to do it without Boo here. And King Tom was Appreciate not feeling that. well, so he had to bounce. So the whim wants to talk a little.
1: Justice League, let's do this thing. Hey guys, I just wanted to start off things the way I usually do. I'll fuck you. Second thing, watch Lois and Clark. And finally, since this is your first show after those consecutive 90-minute blowjobs of Marvel you've been giving, I'm sending this <laughs> in hopes of some equal time. I'll start off with what I thought was bad about the Snyder Cut. Those first two and a half episodes were fucking terrible. I turned it off twice. Ultimately, I fast-forwarded until something happened that like made the story watchable. Oh, oh, wait, that was WandaVision, my bad. Okay, so the Snyder oh, man. What, what was the a, deal a, with that screen ratio? What the hell was that? I thought this was like Justice League pen and scan at the beginning there. Yeah, somebody's going to have to explain that to Boo. Okay, but I get it. It was because he <laughs> shot it for IMAX, but that beginning was just fucking weird. The other thing, there are yeah, a few scenes from the Weeden cut that I like when Batman was telling a nervous blast, you know, start by saving one. One of my favorite scenes of the first one. Zach said there was no plans for continuing the story or a Snyderverse or anything like that. And what's the point of the epilogue then? We, he shows more footage of Bruce seeing this alternative timeline where Darkseid mm-hmm. is taking control of Superman and the planet is overrun and, you know, Aquaman is dead. And then he goes on and cuts to a different scene with the Martian Manhunter decides to show up like a day late and a dollar short, you know. And then there's that final scene at the end where Mark Zuckerberg, I, I mean, Lex Luthor shows on his boat and shows up with mm-hmm. Slade Wilson and he's going to recruit him. I mean, why are you doing that if this is going nowhere? So True. I, I call bullshit. But what I loved about mm-hmm. the, the movie, it's just a much deeper story. You got the fan out over four hours. And I did really like the scene when Cal kind of figures out who he is and he's in the mm-hmm. field and he, he's there with Lois and he said, you know, you said yes. And that whole emotional scene where him and then his mother drives up, you know, I think Zach really nailed that scene. I didn't think he had that in him. But, you know, there's a few times when you watch movies and it really hits hard. And for me, it was that scene in there. And yeah, I have to applaud Jared Leto's Joker also. I mean, I think he corrected himself on the way the character should be played. And besides, mm. who's going to give you a reach around? <laughs> <'Til> next time. <night. laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, Wim. Okay, well, we didn't get it too bad. I thought Wim was like, going to come after us. He didn't.
5: Well, it, interesting about what Wim said about that, that epilogue. And it doesn't mean anything. And why has he put that in there? Those are new film scenes. Yes, they are. Those are brand new film scenes. Nobody was there. And yeah, yeah, he's giving credit to uh, Jared Leto and stuff like that. Those new film scenes, they're alone. Yeah. They're not talking to anybody because, you know, COVID restrictions and want to be safe and all that. So, yeah. So they're just sitting there talking to air when there's supposed to be another character on the other side. So, yeah. So it's interesting the whim might be right i hope he's i i hope he's right because i would love to see this continued it is much better than 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 the original uh joss whedon uh film and all that so yeah so it, it is interesting how you can raise an eyebrow and wonder yeah. what the hell maybe he just you left mean? the
0: door open you know yeah uh, yeah and i agree with you absolutely um Wim. i thought uh I thought it, in the beginning it was a little off seeing it in four three, but after you saw a couple scenes and you're like, you know, into it. I don't think it bugged at all. It was really good. And uh, thanks for not going after us a little bit. I thought I thought he was going to come after us and say, hey, "Look, mother effers. couple ninety minutes was awesome." <laughs> yeah, that's thanks. good. Yeah, that's right.
7: All right, let's
0: talk a little Hawkeye spinoff. Did you guys see this? That Hawkeye is going to get a spinoff Eagle Eye. according to. Uh yeah, Eagle Eye? Uh, it's a fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
6: You're serious. <for> a
0: <laughs> According to Variety, uh Ethan Cohen and Emily Cohen are attached to write and executive produce the show. Although the rest of the staff, writing staff is being put together. Marvel Studios is set to produce, although neither Marvel Studios or the Cohen's have confirmed, but Variety has confirmed, which pretty much means it's gonna happen. King Tom, are you into this?
4: Hawkeye, I I, I, I want to see what they do with the first Hawkeye show first. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always a big fan of more Marvel, but at the same time, I want to
6: see where it's going. I guess it's going to be about Echo. And that's uh, I'm not, not that. Not, Cox.
4: Yeah, I'm not that familiar with the the character, so right. I'll, I'll watch it.
0: Les, you know anything about Maya Lopez Echo? No. Okay, all right. I guess we're gonna find out, right? Um, which the cool thing is that she is a deaf Native American character who can uh, mimic abilities of others, which is sounds super. That's pretty bitching. Super bitching and cool. Um, sound, hey man, more, sounds the like more an X-Men. Marvel show. Yeah, right. Does sound like a mutant there. Uh, the more Marvel shows, the better. Man, so bring it on. Now, let's talk a little Falcon and Winter Soldier. I want to read. An email from Avery about it. Hey, Sith listeners, hope you're all doing well. As we move into spring, glad to hear people are starting to get vaccinated more and more. And honestly, chomping at the bit to get my own. But as I'm not essential and live in Maryland, it took. It looks like I'm going to have to wait. Now on to important stuff. Falcon and Winter Soldier is amazing so far, proving that it's not just going to be an action romp like everybody expected. We'll have very real themes behind. It just like WandaVision did. In the second episode, we learned that there was a black super soldier, Isaiah Bradley, who fought Bucky, but was jailed and experimented on for years, highlighting some real life parallels to the Tuskegee syphilis study on nearly 300 black veterans after World War II. Following the meeting with Isaiah, Bucky and Sam are stopped by Baltimore police, where they're instantly hostile to Sam until they realize who he is. As a person of color myself, I am truly satisfied that the Falcon and Winter Soldier is addressing issues of s- systematic systemic uh, racism and white supremacy right off the gate. And I'm interested to see what you all think, too. Do you think a large number of the fandom will respond positively to this? Or will MCU see a surge of toxic trolling that has been prevalent in Star Wars fandom when it comes to issues of race and discrimination? Will John Walker play a more nefarious role in, in that theme as well? Let me know what you guys think and banter on Avery. P.S. If you haven't watched Invincible on Prime Video, definitely check it out. It's based on Skybound Comics by Robert Kirkman and crew and is more metal animated version of The Boys. I'll probably get criticized for comparison, but whatever. You know what? We already compared it to <laughs> The Boys, buddy. So you're dead on there. It's voice acted by Steven Yeun, Sandra Oh, Julian Jacobs. And it goes on to give us. He pretty much... Uh, uh, must have heard our huh. podcast before we sent this. We should have just had him do the uh, <laughs> uh, intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Avery, thank you so much. And I'm glad you brought this up. We I wanted to read this before we talk about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I am so excited about where this show is going and how great the show is. We did a reaction video to this. And to be honest with you, there was a point on the show where it got so heavy that we, you know, Les got emotional. And you can see it in the reaction. And I got emotional because Les got emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I had to cut a big portion of that out only because of the copyright infringement. Because we, Les kept talking about stuff, but it went on more than the eight or 10 seconds they let you show a scene. Um, But absolutely loved it. Love where this is going. And for people to be pissed off, and I don't know if this is the sentiment out there. Uh, I said this on our breakdown video with King Tom and Les if you're pissed off that this show is bringing up social issues, then you probably aren't really a fan of Marvel or Stanley because uh, he's been doing it ever since he started this thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just look at the character of Captain America in general. Look at the characters of Black Panther. Look at, look at all the characters pretty much um, less than King Tom. I'm going to throw it to you. Boo, you've seen episode two. Absolutely. I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Fantastic. Um, less, you can go first. What'd you think about episode two of Falcon winter Soldier?
2: I, I thought that it had equal parts of uh, like the action was good. Right. Um, but then there was that. So with John Walker, what we're getting is I think he just wants to, to fill the shoes at this point. He's really just like, I want to fill the shoes, but I don't like that he has license over Bucky. Yeah, I don't like and that And he can at just all. activate. He can just be like, hey, you're in, dude. Let's go. At any moment, just activate him and you're in the field, dude. Like This guy's got tremendous PTSD. He's over 100 years old. Like, yeah, give him some slack. Chill, man. You don't have to be <laughs> yeah. like, we're going to go get him. Like, let's go. Plus, he has but, to start
0: thinking about playing Harris, uh, Mark Hamill.
2: And mm-hmm. I I, I kind of want to give uh, US agent the, the Hydra Cap vibe. Yeah, I do too. I kind of want to. That's what he's giving me is that yeah, me he's going to end up having to do Something's gonna happen where either he's gonna get his ass kicked by Sam and Bucky, or he's gonna get his ass kicked by someone by uh, the Flag Smashers, and he's gonna go back to like Zemo or something and be like, "Hey, man, hook mm-hmm. me up." Or the yeah. pop, quote power broker, which I hope they don't combine. I have a feeling they're gonna combine it. Like you're I mean, gonna combine Zemo and the power broker, or something. Uh, Flag Smasher, like the I, I I I don't know, man. Something. I hope that. They don't seem like I'm going to cut that corner, but I kind of feel that. But whatever. Other than that, I mean, the episode was great. And yes, it was a very, very raw and amazing moment, to be honest, to get mm-hmm. Isaiah Bradley. Talk about a surprise introduction. I mean, for them, the, the nothing. This was a very this. And for comic readers, I think this is a very. Uh, a lot of people know about this, so it's not like it's something that is just an obscure thing. And they go, oh, we're going to do this. You know, it's like, you know, there are a lot of comic fans and people that know something about Isaiah Bradley. So to get that is like. (sighs) I had no idea how they were going to do this, and they did it. They just out out, just went out and did it and just said, here you go. Boom. And the emotion from all of that. And just. How they're tackling this, they're just kicking everything straight in the freaking face. They're just going for it. You know, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, so do I. I
4: I just want to say something quickly before I go in about the show, about something you said at the end there, Raj. You know, in this day and age, every now and then you'll hear someone say something like, I'm a big time fan of this and I didn't know that it's not political or I'm a listener and this and and (laughs) you don't do this. No, in this day and age, you have no excuse for that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're really a fan or a follower of something, you should know what it is about or where it's politically aligned. You can't say it isn't about this or that wasn't involved or you guys weren't supporters of this. Um, you know, if if you're a fan of something, be an educated fan. Otherwise, you just sound like a lame ass.
0: That's, ex- that's exactly right, Tom. <laughs> if you uh, d- just follow up on that really quickly. If you don't know stuff about it, which is completely fine. Like you want to watch something for the first time and get into it, that's right. awesome. But don't come out and say stupid shit right. afterwards. Yeah, right. no, I agree.
4: Um but about the show, I absolutely absolutely love it. I'm interested in seeing where they go with it. I in in the comics, I've said it before, the John Walker Steve Rogers storyline is one of my favorites and I I love to hate US Agent and <laughs> He's so very different here in Falcon Winter Soldier. I want to see where they're going with him. I'm surprised they haven't given him super strength or any other type of powers like that. Um, he's not uh, a- as ignorant as Walker in the comics is, but he's he's still an ass. The one thing, um, I know they're going to see Zemo, and I really hope they don't. Make him the puppet master behind everything because Mm. he's been in high secure, maximum security prison for the last, what, six, nine years? Yeah. um, In the Marvel Universe. And my one small, my one problem with Civil War was that you had one guy who, yeah, he was an intelligent agent, but he set up this whole house of cards. And it worked out perfectly for him. So now you're going to be telling me that he had a house of cards on top of that house of cards that he's been keeping secret and was hoping that the world would end up, you know, the exact way it did since before he went in jet. Get the fuck out of here with that.
0: (laughs) Do you think, do you guys think that could totally be off base here, but do you guys think that Zemo could be the Hannibal Lecter of this where they're going to release him and he's going to work with the two to try to find out what's going on, or you think he's gonna be the bad no matter what? I,
4: I think it's something along those lines, and then he will betray them at
2: some okay. point. Okay. Well, God. if if people are gonna speculate, what <laughs> happens is is that he ultimately becomes the leader of the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Ah, which okay. he they're a su- they're a team now, and then they're, they're all aligned on the good side of Marvel now. So Okay. I Interesting. Don't, i love. He's, he, they just don't have enough bad or villains. They need more villains and he mm-hmm. and technically he was the most successful villain. Yeah. If you think about it, he basically broke the Avengers apart before Thanos showed up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here you here we are. It Which was means a, he's a, a he of no, Marvel. Marvel. Didn't he?
5: Yeah, that's that's something that I'm finding I'm going to find interesting is his oh. perspective of the blip. Wow, yeah, how he felt about it, how it how it had changed his perspective. Because that's where we could have a colossal shift in who he is as a bad guy. He might see the world differently now. Still be a bad guy, but I don't know, just have a different perspective. Right. What did you think about the episode? I thought the episode was great. I thought the episode was great. Uh, was it uh, one of the aspects of the email I found interesting that? Marvel might be afraid of the backlash of uh, attacking these issues head on. I don't think so. Oh,
0: I don't, I don't no, think they, they, he yeah. said that. They no. don't care. No, I don't think he's, I think. Uh, no, no, no. He, he was wondering oh, he was if, wondering if,
5: if, if they're going to kowtow like oh. like uh, Star Wars um, does and yeah. things like that. I think absolutely not. Because I think Marvel has has garnered enough support. They have shown this is what we are. This is what we're going to do. We really don't care. Here we go. Oh, yeah. They don't and understand. they're just going to lay it out. You don't like it? You don't like it? Fuck up. We don't care. They're going to move on.
0: Right. So, yeah. So, I, I don't think that they are going to care in the slightest. And he, he was saying that, do you think that the trolls are going to come out? And they have already. So. But, yeah.
5: but, but Marvel's, Marvel's, Marvel's going to see care. that and just, care. Yeah. and just shrug them off the shoulder no, and be like, no. okay, fine. No, they, they go don't away. Care. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The episode was great. How they're just putting these issues just right there mm-hmm. in your face. No no sugarcoating, no nothing. Fantastic. From to episode see. one, they've done that. Yes, exactly. I think Fantastic at some
2: point I think at some point they were gonna have to show this. Mm-hmm. I mean it's something that the in general the the normal walks of life that they go back to if they're not or that they have to deal with. Like we, Out we the mentioned how yeah. relatable Spider-Man is. It is truly something they gloss over in most of the Spider-Man movies, which is like he could be fighting the Sinister Six and... He left the stove on. Not only that, but he didn't pay rent. Mm-hmm. Even though, well, I, the, I even though it's, a joke. They've, no, they've but it's like well. a joke. There's,
0: they've done that well this last this last round with Tom Holland.
2: I think this time around he's been funded. He has, he has been a factor. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's the only one that got in it. The, in the, the Tobey Maguire ones. In the Maguire yes, movies, yes. there was a bit of an element. It was more like comical. Yeah. You know, some of it was comical, uh, but
5: you got fired, things like that. Yeah, the,
2: But like King Tom said, how things are in this social climate that we're in right now, you have to, you can't, your head cannot be buried that deep in the sand. You know? You just can't pull that whole, oh, I just don't want to see that. You know, I'm not here for that. It's got to reflect the art imitates life. It has to reflect. Yeah. And y- well, then even you're not here what, for
0: Marvel. You're not
6: here
2: for Marvel. right. Yeah. You're not. So don't watch it. <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, and, and, and let's be honest. If you are Sam Wilson and you get the Captain America shield, you're going to look and you're obviously going to be feeling the immense pressure, first and foremost. And then secondly, you're going to be like, oh, no, it, I'm a black man. I have to be more than perfect. Mm-hmm. I have to be better than than Steve Rogers. There, no one is better. Right. People are going to talk about how he lifted Mjolnir. You know, like if if you're putting your, you know, and, and I can't do that. The pressure, you know, it's like mess, yeah. the pressure's a bitch, and it's like any screw up. Sam Wilson looked at me funny. Oh, there it is. You know, he's automatically going to be criminalized. All these things are something you could just take and put it to me or somebody else. Like, right. you know, it's it's not a stretch. So, yeah, you, trolls need to just. They could come out and just swing and miss. You're just They can go back under the, the bridge for all we care. Yeah, that's fine, man. Yeah, yeah. The big yeah. Billy Yotes come in and it's got a Captain America shield and it's running exactly. your ass off the bridge. So. <laughs> Whatever, man.
5: One thing, one thing that I didn't like about the show and how it's a continuing idea, I give Marvel a ton of credit for things that they put forward and how they move forward through social things and stuff like that. Bucky had a moment in in that therapy session with sam where he says that i might not be good enough cap might have been wrong about me mm-hmm. i thought that was huge oh, that, that scene was uh-huh. fantastic i thought that was a huge moment and then they just gloss right over it i was like he just had a fucking a revelation
0: he just put it out into words and that's a huge thing, especially for him. Yeah, because if he was wrong about you, Sam, then what, what, what was he about me? Exactly. And, and then I who just, am I?
5: And then who am I? Yeah. And then they just say, great, good good session. Sam walks off. I'm like, well, wait a minute. The guy's fucking, he's literally every night dying in his own head about what he's done and who he is and what's left of him and why am I here and all that. He re, He yeah. judges himself. He wonders why he's still around. Why am I here? He's, trying to repent for what he's done. And then he has this huge revelation, this huge moment. And then they just move forward. And I'm just, I think I was, that was just
0: exposition where we know what's uh, in his head from here on out. Like that's who he is. I know, his head. I know, but it, it's the same thing that's happened to, to
5: Steve Rogers, where he's only comfortable in a fight. That's the only place he feels home is on an army base. Right. You know, things like that, other, other mental health issues and things like that. I, I give them a ton of credit for how they move forward with issues, yeah. but I'm like, there's a lot of, Good juicy shit mm-hmm. right here that you need to talk about. That's the one thing. And you I just was have
0: like, so many episodes.
5: Yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's just, it, it, I was like, it, I was like stunned. I was like,
0: wow. Well, and good, then they moved kudos on to, and I was to Marvel like, to giving them the characters such depth. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. very true. Very well, true.
2: and then you have to remember in the first Avenger, Steve looked up to Bucky. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Like, scrawny Steve was oh, yeah. like Bucky was his idol, man. Bucky mm-hmm. was like his big brother. Is everything, dude. So, he even looked
0: up to Bucky after he became Captain America. Yes. So it was Go like,
2: ahead. yeah, he was like, you're right next to me, you know, shoulder yeah. to shoulder now. You know, I can stand tall with the guy that I've idolized. And, and so, yes, of course, when he says that means he was wrong about me, you have to even add that on top of mm-hmm, him right. trying to redeem himself. And uh, the other thing, too, the white wolf. Yeah, that was, was just, a cool nod. That, that little panther, was... he's like, what, you think you're white panther now? He's like, it's white wolf. Yeah, (laughs) like (laughs) what they accepted me. That's the bigger thing too. It's meaning Mm -hmm. Wakanda accepted me. That's right. And they gave me the title. I have a title from another uh, sovereign country. You know, and this is who I am. I came come back from the depths of being the Winter Soldier to getting that clean, like clean garment kind of thing. You know, like a lot of people, uh, you know, clean garment like no blemishes on it, right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's just like baptized again.
0: Eric, what'd you think about the banter back and forth? I thought, Les said it earlier, where you get a lot of action and serious moments. I thought it was action, serious moments, comedy, mm-hmm. serious moments, comedy, action. And both of them have such great chemistry together. I thought it was phenomenal.
7: Oh, that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, me I mean, too. the action's great. Don't get me wrong, but the characters, that's what really sells the show. That's what brings it home. There's tons of action movies I can watch, mm-hmm. but the characters being interesting and meaning something to me, that's, that's really what it's all about. And, uh, the, the, <laughs> the scene, the therapy scene we were just talking about, I loved that. Right. It, it was very well done and very like true to life and boo's right that the like the breakthrough that bucky hit is that's a big deal man uh to finally admit it it, you know and he was admitting it to himself too like probably verbalizing it really Mm -hmm. for the first time is that he's afraid he's a fraud that he's afraid that everything he's wanting to believe about himself isn't true and gosh that's that's rad. They're real people. And that's one of the things that draws me to it so much. Yeah. It, it was a great scene.
0: Well done by everybody, including mm-hmm. the therapist.
7: I love the therapist. She's great. She is. Mm-hmm.
0: I hope she sticks
5: around and I yeah. hope there's like a, like a great scene at the end of the season or something like that. Where they're yeah, like, So awesome. what have we learned? that She is, she doesn't give a shit. No. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't, uh, she pushes back. Love it. Yeah. She is just, hilarious. Just
0: no. Can't wait next episode which will be tomorrow night for us watching Les and I and then we'll break it down with King Tom. It is an absolute pleasure to be on a episode on YouTube with those two guys talking about this. Um, so thank you guys for doing that. It's jealous it's, it's every Friday. Awesome. Yeah, it's really cool, man. It's, uh, I dig it. Guys, we're going to end this thing with Suicide Squad, the trailer. have Has everybody seen the Suicide Squad trailer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eric, have you? Um, yes. Okay, you have. And unless you have two, uh, I think I've seen one of them. Isn't there two? I think there's a red band trailer and a regular trailer. But okay, well, I want to. We don't need to watch the trailer. It looks fun. It looks colorful. It looks like a James Gunn movie. Um, I'm in, man. This is, uh, it looks pretty good. What was your guys' take?
6: Oh, it looks great.
5: It looks awesome. It looks hilarious, gory, the way it should be. Uh, what is it? Just more, uh, I guess how they push the idea that they're just bad guys just waiting to die. Right. You, you got that feel in the first one, but in this one, they're like, yeah, we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. You know that I, I love that feel to it. Yeah. Uh, right. That, that sounds
0: great. Yeah. It does look good. Uh, Eric, what was your take on this thing?
7: Oh, I think it looks great, man. I, uh, I think Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn is probably one of the best castings Ever. of all time. She, she plays the part so well. And it's like, she's, so crazy but you still want the best for her. but mm-hmm. if, if they can keep this movie if this movie's focused better mm-hmm. than the first one then you, we're going to have something we're going to have something yeah. really good yeah absolutely uh, and then King Tom I know you're a big James Gunn fan mm-hmm. what'd you think
4: yeah I, you know the trailer for the first one looked good and <laughs> yes, first one the was problem. not good uh, <laughs> but you know this is James Gunn so I think it's actually going to be a good movie yeah, I did too.
0: Yeah, I, I, the trailer for the first one looked amazing, and mm-hmm. then just uh, Les, you were really excited about something you saw on there. A big uh, star, yeah, Starro,
2: Starro was- the Conqueror. That's that's dope, dude. Uh, for a lot of DC fans, uh, he's a alien, um, one of the first like enemies that the Justice League ever had to take. Uh, actually, I think they formed to take him down. I think I'm not totally accurate on that. Uh, What he does is he can in in the books he's got little starfish that attach to people's heads and he can, he mind controls them and once he gets like heroes oh, and stuff shit. yeah so he's uh yeah that's rad somebody's
5: gonna get a starfish on their head one of the bad guys and Amanda Waller's just gonna detonate be like oh, nope you don't get him mm-hmm. nope you don't get him and, and, she, and talk so about awesome. a perfect
0: oh, casting Shila Davis so is phenomenal yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's really. good.
5: I love her reaction to them. Yeah, she's just disgusted. She, yeah, she's she knows this, this is her program <laughs> yeah. and she digs it, but she almost regrets it. Oh yeah, she's like, I hate all of you. Yeah, her facial expressions are the best. Oh god, she's just she's just such a great actor. She's oh fantastic.
0: And and Eric, you said that you know Margaret Robbie's probably the greatest casting ever, but we haven't seen Stallone be the shark, and like you said, they didn't have to use a suit. He's uh-huh. he sounded dead perfectly. <laughs>
6: yeah, no. <But,
7: laughs> Yes your hand. <laughs> yeah num du, no, oh shit, oh. you know they probably honestly, they probably just recorded all of this dialogue like at catering and stuff, yep, and just <laughs> used it for the for the movie,
6: yeah,
0: craft oh,
7: services, yeah, yep,
0: oh, oh man. man, well, yeah, I'm pretty excited, so that was uh pretty cool to watch, I mean, I'm gonna watch the regular, was that a lot different than the regular trailer?
7: There were several things, like several scenes in it that okay. weren't in there, but very um, cool. I'll
6: yeah. check it out. All right, guys. I think that wraps up this
0: episode. Welcome back, Boo. Thank you. Thank you. Came, came back with a vengeance. Yes, you did. Next week, maybe a Naboo for King Tom. I think he misses it. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Eric. I think I think he's getting sick again. I think he's (laughs) got to
5: leave. Feeling something coming
7: on. He's going to go get another shot just for the hell of it.
0: (laughs) Eric, where can people find you other than Podbean and Spotify?
7: (laughs) (laughs) Well, sir, apparently the only thing you can do is listen to this (laughs) this show. And uh, other shows that pop up on this feed and follow me on Twitter (laughs) at Eric Strauss.
0: That's right and again people if you um, listen to us which you are obviously if you want to get a taste of the Bad Motivators and if you haven't already most of our listeners I would probably say about 75% of our listeners probably are listeners to both but just in case you aren't check out their episode I think it was 214 Eric or 215? 215 and it's on our feed so just go on our Cithless.net, uh, and you can just click the Bad Motivators and listen to them there. And uh, yeah, it's a fantastic podcast. So free the bad motivators. Taylor Swift uh, thinks it's a
5: fantastic podcast too. She
0: does. She uh, she does. And it's, it's so much she wants for it, to it herself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wants, she wants, wants it to herself. Yeah. Mister Tom Chansky, King of All Pods, the new host of Yabu. <laughs> Where can people find you?
4: Find me not missing Nabu on Twitter <laughs> at Tom Chansky. I did a uh, special episode w- uh, of the Rogue Rebels with Sal Paralis. I think he yes. said that might be out
6: nice. next week or the week
4: after. That was a lot of fun. We talked some comics, and then I do Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators.
0: Three gems right there, and Sal Paralis is one of the best human beings in the world. Yeah, got that right, man. He is an amazing person. Mr. Gonzalez, Gonzalez,
2: where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at lessmore seventy eight, and you can also find me hanging out with the Raj with droopy eyes on our uh, reactions. I have droopy eyes. Mine for sure. <laughs> and breakdowns with King sure. Tom and a Raj The on Samsonites that we have to
0: check in before the show YouTube
2: channel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know we were we are reactors now, we're just like Solo. Rolling. I'm a driver we're reactors that's what we do we're reactors oh lord man oh man you can find me at the sith list and on youtube reacting catch us next week on episode number 144 nope 244 of the sith list
3: i was scared of dentists in the dark I was scared of pretty girls and starting conversations All my friends are turning green You're the magician's assistant in their dreams And they come unstuck Lady running down to the river Way to the dark side I want to be your left hand man I love you when you sing this song and I got a lump in my throat cause you're gonna sing the words wrong is this movie that I think you like this guy decides to quit his job and head to New York City this guy To the dark side I wanna be your left hand man I love you when you're singing that song I got a lump in my throat cause you're gonna sing the words wrong There's this movie that I think you'd like This guy decides to quit his job and heads to New York City This cowboy's Running from himself And she's been living on the highest shelf Know if you're gonna, if you're gonna stay I just gotta, I just gotta know I can't have it, I can't have it any other way I swear she's destined for the screen. Sing to Michelle for that you've ever seen oh. Lady, running down to the riptide Taking away to the dark side I wanna be your left May I love you when you're singing that song
7: Here's Bronson, Brosnan, Br- Bronson. Here's Brosnan. Dang, damn. Pierce Bronson. God. <laughs> yeah.